What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 190 on how a relaxed mind nurtures a wealthy mind. So we got our guest today in the building. We have Regina Jared. Regina, I'm so excited to have you in the building. We talked a couple times on Zoom and on the phone. And as I mentioned, your vibe is just perfect for this conversation. And guys, Regina is a is the owner of Relaxology Labs, right? A therapeutic products manufacturer and also a heart and mind coherence coach. Super excited to dive into that. And then lastly, Regina has grew up overseas and has stepped foot on pretty much every continent except Antarctica, right? Yes. Man, let's let, let's start about let's start with that because I'm ready to have some fun, Regina. Super excited to dive into today's content. But let's start off with your experiences, right? With just traveling and opening your mind up to so many different cultures and, you know, uh, communities, right? Tell us how that has kind of impacted who you are today and the person that's sitting with us. So my parents um, were in the military for Mm -hmm. both did 20 years. So we got to travel all over the world. So when I was young, I got to visit places like Paris, Rome, and all these great places that we all love to visit and just learn about. Um, And just through that experience, like you said, I got to meet so many different types of people. And Honestly, there wasn't a lot of Black Americans over there, so we did definitely mm. stand out. Um, but with that being said, like I always felt welcome, I always felt love. So it really allowed me to just open myself up and be compassionate to people that, you know, you may not see every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just opened my eyes, and at a young age, I was able to realize that hey, people really all come from a place of love and community, and that's what I really loved about traveling. Mm, that that's important, right? Because on the media, right? Sometimes we can see a different side of people, right? We can think people are, you know, all nasty, negative, and there's a lot of hate being spread. And don't get me wrong, there are, you know, evils out there. But when you get to travel, like you said, you know, you get to experience that there's a lot more love out there than than hate. There is, there is. And they really bring bring you into their communities and really teach you their culture. And that's what I really love the most because a lot of us, are maybe close-minded to other cultures because we haven't got to experience that in person. So if you're just reading about it, you may not be as connected to it. You know what I mean? But when you're there, you're immersed in everything. And it's just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Like, I love it. So you get to sit back, take a deep breath and take it all in. Right. So today's word of the day, I'm sure is going to be relax. Right. Relax. Right. That's and my so word. <laughs> let, let's talk about, um, you know, how re- relaxing our minds can lead us to just live a lot more uh spontaneous than we than we think and before we get into today's content tell our listeners a little bit more about what they can expect from today's episode in our conversation yeah so today we're really going to be going over like how to relax your mind body and spirit and how to really thrive in your body Mm. a lot of the times we're not able to thrive because we're not relaxed enough and we don't even feel confident in our own skin so if you learn just to relax your body your spirit will be relaxed Intrinsic, like intuitive thoughts will come into your into your being, and then you're able to express yourself exactly how you want to. Mm, so that's big. That's big, and we got a lot of people who have. Uh, what motivated me to get you on the show, Regina, is I had a lot of you know listeners and people that I know listen to the podcast every once in a while, just kind of 
talk to me about their experiences and, you know, working at nine to five and trying to step into entrepreneurship. But we got a lot of people who are dealing with that imposter syndrome. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) That was actually me at one point. At one point. Right. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that, too. (laughs) So and and just dealing with that and, and people feel like they're faking it. This is a conversation as much needed because as people start to embody who they truly are and they get to step out of that feeling of being the imposter, right. then we, we lead a more happy life. So I'm super excited and I want to welcome you to the show and to our millionaires that are tuning in for the first time, to our vets, welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. This is the number one community for entrepreneurs in the self-mastery space and abundance. And we do so by having million dollar conversations with really dope people like the one we're about to have right now with Regina. All right, what's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150 and my business has changed, whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. You know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on, even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away and it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card, or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code. So you're in the right place if you're here for money making tips and tricks on living a more passionate life. So let's get to it. So let's talk about that mind and heart coherence. Right. What does it mean to have your mind and your heart and maybe even your spirit in coherence with each other um, as, as you kind of help people understand? Okay, so this is a great way to think about it. We have strings on a guitar and then we actually have the guitar, right? Mm. So if you're out of alignment of playing the guitar, there's not going to be any music that comes out. It's just going to be a bunch of jibber jabber. Mm. But when those two things are coherent, the person who's playing it, the strings are aligned and in tuned, everything starts to make magic. So if you are doing something out of, let's say, fear, you're not going to be in alignment with your spirit because your spirit is out of love. Mm-hmm. So you really want to like make a decision on, yes, I want to be where I am and my heart's in the right place. So I always want to start with the heart because a lot of times our mind just goes off of what we already know, mm-hmm. but our heart can actually open up and open us up to different experiences that we don't know about, that we want to experience, that we don't even know that we want to experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So really just aligning those two helps you be such a dynamite type of person because you're able to just go into things without fear. You're able to go into things with your love and your intuition. It just makes Everything's so much better, honestly. Now, you will have struggles sometimes because, you know, we're human, right? Mm -hmm. So we're always going to go through something. Like today, I forgot my shoes and uh, I found random shoes, right? So it's just like you really just got to be in alignment with yourself all the time. And that's what I really try to tell my clients. Mm -hmm. And and I I like that you mentioned uh, starting with the heart first. And for me to be able to understand that, you kind of think you're right. Your brain kind of just knows based off of your current experiences and things like that. But 
looking into your heart allows you to look into aspects that you may not have ever experienced before in your life. Right. So, you know, people who have, might have had a negative relationship, you know, their mind tells them every single type of person that they need to stay away exactly. from. But then when you open your heart up, all of a sudden you find yourself in this space where you now love a person that you never would have considered yourself maybe right. even talking to, let alone loving. So that's how I kind of connected that. And I love that you also mentioned the fear too. And I just had this conversation like last week okay. where we were talking about how you have to still run towards fear, but not let fear run, run you. Yes. So what, what is the biggest difference from your experiences on how you can still leverage fear to move towards the things you should be doing, but not allowing that fear to kind of run and manipulate, you know, how you move and what you choose not to do. Right. So like, like you said, fear is a natural part of life. It happens to all of us. Even the most successful people are scared sometimes, mm -hmm. yet they still go towards their desires. So I would say if you are operating out of fear because somebody's telling you what to do and you don't want to do it, or it's, it's somebody outside of you telling you what to do. And that's the reason why you're doing it out of fear. I would say that is a no go. Mm. I would always say, come back to yourself and then make a decision. And sometimes even when we make those decisions that we know it's going to get us to the next level, fear is still going to be there just because we are literally changing our biological reactions to a situation. So let's say, you know, for instance, you're doing a photo shoot, right? You've never done a photo shoot before. So you're scared, but you know that photo shoot is going to get you the exposure that you need. Mm -hmm. So although you know it's great, you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared. But you got to realize like, this is your desire. So you're you're just changing the way you kind of think about things. So the, the fear still lives there, but you're able to overcome it because you're mm -hmm. in love with whatever you're doing. Right, right. So pretty much like not allowing that fear to say, I'm just not going to do it. Right. But more so using is like, OK, I'm scared because I've never been here before. Right. And I'm getting ready to experience something new and I should be embracing that feeling. Exactly. And just with anything, if you're used to doing something all the time, your reactions in your body are going to be normal. But if you're not used to doing something, your body's going to be like, hold on, wait, like mm -hmm. what's happening in here? And this is all inside of us. Right. Mm -hmm. So different um uh, things will happen, like your cortisol levels may raise. It may make you a little stressed out. But at the end of the day, you know, your heart is in the right place. You're able to overcome those things. Mm. I love that you mentioned that word cortisol, because we. I think the last time our listeners heard that word might have been in season one or season okay. two. And we're in season four now. Right. So right. They, they they might need a refresher on what cortisol is. And we know it's a hormone. But how does how do our brains play a huge part in how much that hormone may be released and how much that can affect our bodies, you know, physically. So stress, cortisol, inflammation are actually all really the baseline levels of disease. So <laughs> a lot of the times if we're stressed out and we hold in that stress and we don't release it, we start to get things like anxiety. We start to like sweat. And so it's a natural part of being. So it's not like we're going to run away from cortisol. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it's up to us to really recognize like, hey, I'm going through a stressful moment. And then you rewire your brain to realize like, hey, I'm still in a safe place. So your body releases these cortisol enzymes and it's just like it's it's making you feel like you're not in a safe place. But if you just remind yourself over and over again, like I'm fine, it'll actually slow down and mm -hmm. you're able to, you know, do whatever you need for the day. Mm, so you got to learn to relax. So there goes that word again. Right. You actually have uh, a movement on your on your page called Relax Culture. Tell relax her, tell her, culture. listen, yeah, tell her listeners about what Relax Culture is and, you know, how important that movement is, you know, for your brand. 
So for my brand and just for me personally, like, so I, I got to take this back um, to me because obviously my whole brand is like pretty much everything that I went through, which is why I did create Relaxology. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had really bad anxiety mm-hmm. and like just really just scared to really express myself. So I was like, you know what? Why don't I create a brand behind relaxing? Because that's honestly like the best way, like get yourself in a meditative mind state to really be to be able to put yourself in the situations that you actually want to be in. Hmm. Um, so relaxed culture is just to remind people like, hey, do what you need to do. Go chase after your desires. You will be stressed out sometimes because being an entrepreneur, you know, we always got to go through something. Yeah. Um, so just that relaxed culture is to remind people like, hey, it's okay. We're in your space. You got this. And just take a deep breath sometimes because a lot of the times if we just take a deep breath, we will be fine. Mm. We just got to remember to step back. And so. that, that meditation is a is a huge part of that relaxation. And I think a lot of people, when, when we hear meditation, the first thing that comes to mind is the alms, sitting pretzel the style. Alms. I like the alms, but right? yeah. I like the alms too, but it's so much deeper than that. As we talked about different ways and different styles that you can meditate. Um, but before we get into that, um, one thing that I do want to touch on is the trendy words that that people use, but don't know, don't associate with spirituality and meditation, right? Like positive vibes only and high vi- yes. high vibrations and these types of trendy uh, phrases. Why are they so trendy on social media? But in, in your experiences, it seems to be an underwhelming tone in the, like in American culture, as far as what it actually means in the spiritual realm. Right. So yeah, definitely. I would have to tie that with self-care as well, because a lot of the times people use self-care as just like, glamorous like oh self-care is so cute mm. uh catch a vibe is so cute but are you really catching the vibe you know what i mean so i feel like um we use these words a lot without really using the mechanisms to actually achieve the states of being that we want to mm. so that's where that's pretty much where i come in i'm like hey guys like it's not just face mask and all this other stuff it's really getting deep into yourself so you can realize who you are and how you want to be in this world and serve in this world so mm. yeah, it's trendy but taking it a deeper uh, a level deeper than that you're really going to start to see those results because a lot of people are throwing out these words but they're not getting the results and some people are like oh well, it's just a fad no it's not a fad if you really do it right you will get the results that you're actually looking for mm. Mm. and and the best way I, and i like that you used it like we use it without applying the the mechanisms and the methods to actually practicing it. Right. And, and it sounds like like the words like uh, CEO and business <laughs> owner. Where you those these are also trendy yeah, words, they, they especially are. on social media, right? You got people who say you know CEO of this and boss of this, and you know it's great to you know to want to have that self identity, right? Right. Of but course. of course, still people are employees to their own businesses, to where right. you know they're. Answering the customer service calls. Oh but yes. I see. What does Jeff? Have you ever talked to Jeff Bezos if your Amazon package didn't come in? No, I haven't. Like, so that that's what the the first thing that came to mind is uh, how people use these terms without actually fully practicing what they actually mean. Right. Um. So, kind of rewinding, be you know a little bit to your experiences even deeper because you have had a drastic change in your career path as well. I did. Um, what was the the motivation or inspiration to such a drastic career change? And what were you doing before, you know, where you are right now? So my entire life, if you were to ask me when I was a child, the number one thing I wanted to do was help people. 
But in a child's brain, you're only thinking about one or two things. Like I want to be a firefighter, an astronaut, or a doctor. And I wanted to be a doctor just because that's what I felt like was going to get people the most help. Mm. So growing up, um, I did a lot of things in high school that pertain to healthcare. I actually worked at a hospital in high school. When I got to college, I actually majored in biology and I was able to do so much research across the country. So I was totally in the line for what I wanted to do in my brain. But then something happened to me. So in the summer of 2014, I was in a meditative state and this massive amount of energy just took over my body. And it's like literally something I've never, ever experienced before. And when it took over me, it just felt like I was in heaven. I don't know another way to describe it, but it literally like, just imagine like white, yellow lights, like just fuming over your body. Mm. So coming out of that experience, I was like, okay, this is just unworldly at this point. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but it really changed my mind to be more paying attention to my spirit. And then I realized like, wow, we're actually spirits living in a physical vessel. Oh my God. So I started to become aware of all these different things. So then when school started back after the summer, after I finished my research, I was really lost for words. Cause I was like, this is not the, the same world or the same awareness or the same being that I was before when I got here. So just having that very spiritual experience happen to me in my body. And it's like, Nobody can tell me that didn't happen. Like my body literally exploded with love and compassion and joy. And I just went to a place that I've never been to, which is like just bliss. Like I had compassion for everything. Mm -hmm. um, so then going back to the medical side of things, I was like, I didn't feel aligned with that anymore. Like, so although that was my, my life's journey, it switched. And I started really thinking about what does my spirit want? And that's why I really created the heart and mind coherence, because a lot of the times we can do things because that's what we're used to doing. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going down this career path and then something happens. You're like, hold on, wait. I don't even know who I am anymore. So I went through a whole phase of just like rediscovering myself. And then what I realized, like people, of course they want to do something they're passionate about, mm -hmm. but people really just want to feel good in their body. Cause sometimes we're going to have to do things that we don't want to do. Cause mm -hmm. we're literally human and that just happens. But if we can find comfort within ourselves. And we can find that alignment within ourselves. Anything that we do can bring you joy. Even if you initially hate it, you can find joy in anything. And that's what I really love. So I went ahead and changed my path. Um, now full-time entrepreneur, really running my business, um, how I want to run it. And what I love about my business is that things come to me through spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So actually Relaxology Labs came to me in a walking meditation. So I had no idea Relaxology Labs was even going to be a thing. And I was like, okay, spirit, I want to do something I'm passionate about, but I can already see that it's not created yet. Mm -hmm. So I really went into that state and I'm just like, okay, I'm asking and I know I'm going to receive. So then literally the word relaxology comes to my mind. And of course I Google, it. I'm like, what relaxology, what does that even mean? And I'm like, there was no answer because nobody had ever done it before. Um, so then I just honestly ran with it. I just feel like spirit always gives me these little nuggets that I literally would not have known because maybe it's not even created yet. Mm -hmm. And I really think that's how a lot of great inventions come in that haven't been created yet, like the light bulb or the telephone or the iPhone. Like it, it came from somewhere and it's usually comes from yourself. It comes from spirit because mm -hmm. a lot of the times when we're thinking of things, you know, we try to move from our mind. It doesn't really work out. But when you start to add that intuition and that spirit in there, and that inspiration, it really comes full circle. So that's really my whole message to everybody. It's like, mm -hmm. you really got to have that alignment with yourself. And then you're able to just like experience so many beautiful things. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'm special. So I feel like anybody could experience what I experienced with that energy search. Because I've actually experienced that. 
excuse me, experienced that more than once. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a powerful um, experience, and it just it completely changed my life for forever. Yeah, and I, I can tell that you know because of that experience is how you're able to speak with so so much passion about it as well, and so and, and it's so crazy because I can I can just see how people hearing this is like who have never experienced it before themselves, it's just probably at a loss for words just as much as you were when it first yes. occurred to you. And I think the best way for me to even understand that, fast forward to the first time that you know I've even had experience similar, is just understanding that our brains were twofold, right? And we had right. like the conscious and then the subconscious. And if, if we only relied on the conscious, there would be no such thing as new inventions, right? Because right. the conscious is what we see and experience. Everything, so we right. can't create things that don't exist. <laughs> right, literally. If we're, if we're operating in our conscious mind that only sees things that currently exist. Right. And that subconscious is more of so of like a um a cell like a cell tower or a radio station that receives these waves and these energies and you know these sources from things that are outside of right. this realm, right? That are and unseen. Exactly, unseen. So do you feel like you had that aha moment that first time to open your eyes to a new way that you can help and heal people? Yeah, absolutely. So going through that experience, um, like I said, I had to go back to college and finish my research. Mm-hmm. We were doing things like, you know, I, I can't really say everything that we were doing because we were doing animal research and mm-hmm. that's a very um, tricky topic to tackle. But we were mixing a bunch of chemicals to try to heal things. And then when I started doing research on the chemicals, because you have to know where it derived from, mm-hmm. everything derived from a plant. And I'm like, hold up, wait, why are we second sourcing our healthcare? This is very weird. Then I start to like research all these medicinal medicines and things that, you know, like in African spirituality where they use the medicines to heal the nations. And it just took me through a wormhole of so many things that I didn't know. So then I was like, you know what? Instead of being a getting a byproduct of something, I want to go to the source. So for me, it helped me change my diet. It helped me change my mindset. Just everything about that experience made me change to be more organic, right? Because mm-hmm. we're organic beings. And just with anything, if you put something that's not natural on your body, you may have an irritant because your body is a natural organism. Mm-hmm. So it really just made me step back. And I'm like, you know what? There's so many different modalities to healthcare than what the Western society is really allowing the public to see. Um, so there's more than just like medicinal plants. There's like even different type of movements can help you release certain type of energies. Like that's why people practice yoga, mm-hmm. right? They're really getting comfortable with their body. They're releasing stress. Um, so it just opened my world up to so many alternative different ways of healing. And I really love all of them. Mm, all of them. I mean, cause all, all healing is good healing. All healing is good healing. <laughs> right. And it's not like we can take out what Western society has done. So obviously, if you have a broken leg, I mean, you're going to need a surgeon, right? Um, so, of course, um, there's, definitely, there's definitely perks to that. But also, on the other side of that, there's heavy sedation. There's heavy medications that... And people literally cannot get off these medications. So I was just like, you know what? If we just step back and learn about where these things actually derive from we could go about this whole thing in a more holistic way. So, right. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to just throw out everything Western medicine did because it has actually got us to somewhere where we've never been before, mm-hmm. but let's kind of like add all of that. in. so let's add an exercise, right? Let's add in diet. Let's add in having your own positive thoughts. Cause if you, even if you have negative thoughts, 
your body mood changes, right? So if you're thinking bad about yourself, you're going to get a lower vibration and those lower vibrations actually attract disease. It really mm. does. Um, so, I mean, I love alternative healing and I feel like if people just dive more into that, um, they're going to see phenomenal results Absolutely. to what they're already doing. Absolutely. I could see oh. it too. Now, the main thing I want to kind of understand as I'm sure our listeners could resonate with this as well, as you were still after the fact, you already had this outer body experience and mm-hmm. now you're going back to school, finishing your research. One, how was it just finishing this research, even though you found a new passion? And then two, what type of resistance did you get? And how were you able to combat that resistance when you started to make that transition? So I'm the type of person who once I commit to something that I think is the right thing to do, I'm going to do it. So in my mind, the right thing for me to do was finish the research that I had been working on, go ahead and go to med school and be this great research scientist slash doctor. I actually wanted to get an MD, PhD because I really felt like the medical system is really lacking on research Mm. and they're just doing things that we've done since the 70s that literally does not work anymore. Mm. Um, So I really did love the aspect of research. Um, But I remember sometimes I would go to the lab and I would just feel drained. I'm like, okay. What is wrong with me? Why don't I want to be here? Mm-hmm. So before that experience, everything was like totally in alignment. Like, yes, this is exactly what's going to get me into Mexico. This is gonna, This is what's going to give me the most experience and exposure to what I want to do. After that experience, my spirit just didn't feel right. It's just an unsettling feeling. So if you're so used to being happy somewhere and then something happens, you're like, okay, wait. So that's when I really had to take a step back. I'm like, okay, I don't feel comfortable in this space anymore because of what, I, what have I experienced? Um, so it was actually a really slow transition for me. So I didn't just like one day, like, Hey, I'm just going to quit my research and start this new thing. Cause I didn't even know what it was. Um, so for me, meditation and yoga really helped me just slow down and really get into myself to figure out what does my spirit want? Right. Not, not just what my mind wants, not just what society deems as success, not just going after the biggest pot of gold, but what does my actual spirit want and how can I serve from a place of love then instead of a place of fear, instead of a place where I don't want to be. Um, so I really got into meditation. I got into yoga and that really just helped me slow my mind down. Then I was able to kind of put the pieces back together. And then I just realized from that point on, I'm going to start having to build something new because there's literally nothing that I can see so far with my human eye that I can connect with, or I can just dive deep into. Mm-hmm. Um, so really just slowing down really helped me through that transition period. Mm. Now through that transition and going back and forth between spaces, even though I can see how they're still very similar, I'm sure in certain moments you might've felt like they're total, total opposites. Were you dealing with what we talked about before of that imposter syndrome at all? Yes, absolutely. So just from a background of being all biomedical research science, I even did um, clinical trials as well. Cause I'm like, maybe biomedical research isn't my things. Maybe I'll go to clinical trials. And that's where after you make the medicine, humans actually have to try it out. Like these are real human subjects. You know what I mean? So I just felt like cut all these chemicals. We're just giving people all these chemicals. So I, I just really focused my mind on where my new service was. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me overcome the imposter syndrome. Cause I'm like, you know what? We don't have to be an imposter to anything because we can actually be everything if we open our minds up. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like people should really drop the labels at this point because it's like if you're just so stuck on the label, which I was, I was a research scientist. I'm going to be a doctor. But when you hold on to that label so tightly and then your spirit shifts, you kind of feel lost and you mm-hmm. do feel like an imposter and you're 
in your new world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say if anybody's experiencing that, like it happens and it's okay, really just need to slow down, release the labels and allow yourself to experience the human experience, which is we can experience so many things, right? Mm -hmm. I know like growing up, a lot of us, like we get in a career and we stay there forever. Like that's what our parents did. They stayed in their careers 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's come a new time where people are are exposed to a little bit more things and are able to see like, hey, my interest just doesn't just grow right here. It actually feels good over here. So definitely go with what feels good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even if it feels good, you may feel like, oh, my God, I'm not ready for it. I'm an imposter. But definitely listen to your spirit because it's it's always going to lead you in the right direction on where you feel the most expansion. Mm, I would say I, I love I love that. And I especially love that you mentioned that, you know, we have the capabilities to be everything right right and to to achieve anything to acquire everything mm-hmm. is really all again back with that subconscious and you know the things that we put into our bodies and what we put into our spirit and what we right. release out as well um so what what do you feel like has helped you with your relaxation methods and how it might have played a huge role into your life as an entrepreneur Oh, that's a great question. So my relax relaxation methods really. So obviously I was a nine to fiver right after I graduated college. Um, so it's not like I've never been in that world. Right. So mm-hmm. transitioning to that is a huge mindset. Just like shift. You're like, hold on. Wait, what? I got to make all the decisions, though. Mm-hmm. I got to fail by myself now. Hold on. Wait, what? Um, so just being able to sit back and be like, OK, everybody had to start somewhere. Because a lot of the times we're looking at success at the people in the people's middle of their success or right at the end of their success. Or mm-hmm. if they're already legends, like, oh, my God, they were a legend. But there was a time where they really had to put in that work. So just from me being a research scientist, I kind of transferred that skills over to entrepreneurship where I still have to do research on my business every day. I still have to apply what I learn and see if it actually works. Right. Because a lot of the times we come up with things that sound cool, but. They're flops. And that's okay, because that's what entrepreneurship is all about. Like, we got to make the best decisions at the right times. Um, So just being able to just sit back and relax and take things as they are, knowing that I do have to start over, which is completely fine, um, really helped me dive into the entrepreneurship in a way that I've never thought I would be able to do it before. Mm -hmm. And knowing that there is a process to everything. Right. Right. A process. And as a research scientist, I'm sure, you know, because there's a process to how you do research and how you apply that research as well. Right. Um, so, of course, with any type of process in the beginning of that process, there's going to be some negative experiences. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how how do you think our our listeners tapping in now can maybe develop some type of spiritual callousness to these negative spirit, uh, negative experiences or these negative uh, vibrations. Okay. I like that. So I would say, you know what your desire is, right? Mm-hmm. So you know where you are and you know where you want to be. So in between that little space is the transition period. Mm-hmm. So the best way I think the audience would really appreciate, and it's going to be, it's so simple is literally just sit back and relax. So it's mm-hmm. not just sitting down and thinking of nothing, right? we're actually going to be doing work in this meditation. So I want the audience to find a quiet place um, whenever they get the chance, whether that's like early in the morning or late at night when your brain is really in between the state of deep sleep and awakefulness, because that's where a lot of the creation happens. Um, So if you can hone in on that state and really just feel your desire on where you want to be, I would say to just continue to channel that information in because all this stuff is just information from the ethers. So 
whatever your desire is, let's say you, you don't feel in your mind, you may not feel like you're ready for that, but you know, you want it. Mm -hmm. If you just take time to channel, how would that, how would I act if I was in that place? How would I feel if I was in that place? What would I wear if I was in that place? Really just start to play in your imagination and really feel that character out. Because if you're just thinking about something, you're never going to be it. Right. Mm -hmm. Basketball players aren't thinking about playing basketball. They're they're playing basketball. So if you want to be successful in any place of your life, you need to feel in that character. And the best way for you to do that is to really just sit down, start using your imagination as if you were a kid mm -hmm. and really be that character in your mind. And as you continue to do that over time and time again, it'll start to feel normal in your body. And then you will start to be able to be able to execute outside of your body. So if I'm in a meditative mind state and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm a successful entrepreneur. And that comes, that comes with a lot of different ways. We can, success is defined in so many different ways, mm -hmm. but let's say you're continuing to say that. And then you start making decisions as a successful entrepreneur. But if you're always doubting yourself, you're just never going to get there. You're, mm -hmm. ne you're never, you're never even going to take the step to even do the first step to get there. Or even have the thought. Or even have the, the thought to is. get there. Right. <laughs> like you have no thoughts. So mm -hmm. sit back, relax. Um, in the morning time or really late or right before you go to bed, calm yourself, calm your heart down, take a couple deep breaths and feel in that character and be in that character. And then I guarantee you, you'll start to feel more like that character and you'll be able to execute way better. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So that that's just a phenomenal step that get the catch the feeling, catch the feeling, catch the vibe. And I, and I really like the the time that you that you advised as well between deep, full, uh, deep sleep and a wakefulness. Um, and I think that that might be the easiest time for our listeners to really, you know, especially for the beginners to be able to find that 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 balance, because um, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, how many people are familiar with this? But I mean, our phones literally with the blue lights and the, the, the radiation right. that it gives off, it forces us to enter full awakefulness. Even cool. when, so when we pick up our phones, when we first wake up, we're literally increasing in a uh, an immense amount of cortisol through our body just from looking right. at our phones. So I think if we could swap that out for the practice of, you know, just laying there for a little bit longer and right. thinking that would definitely, you know, help a lot of people tap into a space where they've never been before. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, as we starting to switch things up, we all, I got a couple more questions for you, Regina. Okay. And before we get to that, we are transitioning into our rapid fire round, which is powered <laughs> by pod, pod decks, right? So I got five random questions that have nothing to do with what we just talked about. Okay, right? okay. So this is to help us transition and switch into our uh, final couple questions. And this first random question is, what do you consider your greatest achievement? I would say my greatest achievement was getting back into my body. Mm. It really is because I was operating from a place of just habit mm -hmm. and now I'm operating from a place of creation. So, Wow. Getting back into your body and habit versus creation. That's a big one. Always be creating. I love that one. Yes. I love that one. Number two is what is your guilty pleasure? Ooh, I, I would say anything chocolate. Like I am a chocolate girl. Like I love anything chocolate, like dark chocolate, milk chocolate, any chocolate. Yeah, no, I'm a chocolate fanatic. That, that's me right there too. <laughs> I mean, so keep this, right? I actually use chocolate as my uh, craving for my, uh, as I was doing habit creation. Okay. So to wake up at five, I would wake up 
mm-hmm. go to the kitchen and like get like five pieces of like baking chocolate. Okay. So that I could wake up and then stay up. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, have you read the book uh, Atomic Habits? I love Atomic yeah, Habits. Yeah, yeah. So That's my book. When he was talking yeah. about the habit creation, needing that craving to get a response. Right. I was like, okay, I know what my craving is going to be. It's going to be some chocolate. Right. So I and it got to, you up. I try to stay away from it throughout the day so that I could really look forward to it in the morning when I wake up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yes. All right. Number three, who would play you in a movie? Play me in a yeah. movie? Like a famous person? Yeah. Or I mean yourself if that's if that's who, who would play me in a movie? Um, uh, like my life character. Yeah, I mean, if you had a movie, if I had a movie by myself, I would pick Viola Davis because she is so spicy. Mm, okay, I, I would want her to like really show me out. Like, yeah, girl, I'm in here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. One. I'm super excited to kind of see that movie. Um, the uh, I think it's called the Woman King. Ugh. Oh yeah, the one the one that she's working on right now. Mm-hmm, I, I'm super I can't excited wait to, see to see that. that. All right, number four is what book do you believe belongs on everyone's bookshelf? Okay, I can't say Atomic Habits because we already talked, yeah, about we that. talked about that. Um, I would say Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Guys, mm. that book is a game changer. Wait, what's it called again? Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Man, I never heard of that one, but I'm super excited you just brought it up. That, that is going like a to great, explode your mind. <laughs> a great read. Breaking the habit of being yourself. Mm, especially if yourself has habits of self-doubt. Exactly. Oh, man. I can't Let's wait. To I can't wait to read that one. Um, it's, it's probably on Audible, right? It's on Audible, yeah. Maybe I'm going to have to read it and get it on Audible yes. so I can listen to it. All right. Last one is, what's your recurring nightmare if you have one? Um, I actually haven't had a nightmare in a really long time. I'm not going to lie. But when I was a kid, I used to have a nightmare that a cloud was following me. And I'm just like, <sighs> I'm running so fast and nobody has a cloud over them but me. And I really hated that dream. But then I start to go into dream temptation and that's a whole nother different topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so yeah, I, I think that's very interesting. Do you think that that dream was to tell you to run into the cloud instead of away from it? That's interesting. Um, I felt like I really felt like it told me to sit with my sadness and process my emotions. Mm. So, yes, definitely sit with the cloud and process it. And then through that processing, your your shiny day will come. Gotcha. But if you're constantly running from your fears and running from everything you're scared from, you'll never be able to process those emotions that are attached to it. So, gotcha. gotcha. And I haven't had the dream since. Yeah. It was along those lines of what I was thinking of. Yeah. It remind me, as, as soon as you said that, it reminded me of the story of like where they came up with the term Buffalo Soldier. Like how buffaloes oh, yeah. are like oh, one God. of the rarest animals that run into storms yes, where they all get, run away from the yeah. storm. Yeah. Yeah. To get through it faster. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So we getting ready to wrap things up. Regina, this next question is, um, have you ever seen the movie Matrix? I have. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to take the seat of Morpheus, right? (laughs) Okay. And you're going to give our listeners who are Neo a pill, the red pill and blue pill. If you could give them a scenario of what that red pill would be and what that blue pill would be, what would those pills be? Um... I would say, okay, you got to, I, I haven't watched that movie in a really long time. Mm-hmm. So, so the red, red pill, pill would be this thing and you get these powers and the blue pill would be this thing and you get these powers. So red pill, you're able to live your life, go back in time and review it and have a decision on whether you want to relive it or change it. Mm. I would say that. Or blue pill, 
you are a spirit, not even incarnated into a body and you're watching humans live their life and you're helping them through those modalities. So either you're in your body, you're reviewing your life and being able to change it how you want to, or not even being human and helping the humans out through spiritual connection. Mm. Let's go. I like Which that one. Do you one. Be? I like that one. So millionaires, you got it right here. Red pill is going to be um, to live your life and have the abilities to rewind after after living your life, rewind and changing if you needed to, or you can not be human at all, be a spiritual being and help humans advance and live their lives. Which one are you picking, right? Red right. pill or the blue pill? We're going to put it on Spotify uh, so that you can vote the poll or if you're in our facebook mastermind you can go ahead and vote there and you can connect with us on the facebook mastermind i would love to have you guys there anyway so that you can connect with myself and people like regina and other millionaires like yourself on a daily basis okay so go ahead and vote let us know which pill you're taking and uh regina this next question for you is you are you know headed out right and you stumble across an 18 year old a spin image 18 year old version of yourself Okay. What would be some advice you would give 18-year-old Regina? Oh, my gosh. This is so easy. I would say follow your heart and listen to your intuition. Mm. Those are the number two key things. Because honestly, without that, you're always going to feel misaligned in whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And your intuition is always going to give you those nice little nuggets that you need to go to the next phase of your life. So really dive into those things. And I feel like you guys are going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Follow your heart and listen to your yeah. Mm. Listen to your intuition. Those are those are big ones because I feel like we're always using this that we try to run away from that. Right. Right. Because this tells us being an adult and being a responsible adult means staying at this job that you hate, staying in this relationship that's toxic, doing all these things because you got to make money and provide. Where this is constantly telling you, I don't want to do that. I want (laughs) to do this. Right. And you can still easily identify opportunities, you know, to to do all of those things that you need to do. Um, before we wrap things up, what have been some ways that have allowed you to keep your mind and your heart open to assess these opportunities as they come to, you know, live your passions, but still be able to, you know, provide for yourself and for your family? Um, so I would say just really trusting yourself. Right. So a lot of the times we just we, we get lost because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our instincts. Because even with animals, animals are totally instinctual, mm. instinctual, if I said that word right. And they always go off of their instinct. But humans, we get lost in the sauce because there's just so many things going on. Um, so I would definitely say, stay focused, listen to yourself, um, really go off that instinct, like the gut feeling. Like gut feelings are just more than gut feelings, right? They're, they're things that really drive you forward and get you to the place where you need to be. And if you tap into those things, um, I think you'll be able to navigate this plane so much easier than what we thought we would be able to. That's awesome. And very, very well spoken. I, I like that answer. So, Regina, you got a couple things going on from, you know, your course and all different, you know, things that you're getting ready to release in the future. Yes. I want to give you the space to tell our listeners not only, you know, where they can connect with you further, but a little bit more about some of these special products that you have coming up and, and what you're excited about. OK, so I actually do have a course launching. It's called the Raise Your Vibration Course. Um, the whole thought of behind that course is to really just get you into a place where you're able to be creative, where you're able to operate from a place of bliss and love, and where you're able to really just take your passion and really actually do something with it. Because a lot of the times we're passionate about something, but we don't even have the energy to do it because we are in a doubtful mindset. Mm. 
So the course starts off with forgiveness. It goes into some application on how you can relax your mind. And then it dives into, okay, we're taking this thing that we desire and we're actually creating steps within the course on how you can get there. Mm. And for the most of the part of the course, we're going to be talking about really raising your vibration, being happy, being grateful, coming um, to your desires with a really nice mindset so you're able to achieve what you want to achieve. Um, so you guys can find me at Regina J. It's R-A-J-E-A-N-N-A-J um, on Instagram. Um, I also have a company called Relaxology Labs. You can find me there. Um, soaps, roll-ons, and all that goodness stuff for the bathroom. And yeah, I mean, those are the two things that I'm super excited about right now. Awesome. I'm super excited for you as they drop pretty soon as well. And I know our millionaires who, you know, really resonated with this episode and really want to identify ways that they can tap into themselves a little bit deeper, find creative ways to relax uh, a little bit more. Uh, I definitely want to encourage you all to tap in with Regina as well. And Regina, I want to invite you to our Facebook mastermind as well, because it's a lot of millionaires who like to connect and engage with us. And I think that'd be a great place, uh, a great space for you to connect with those like minded individuals as well. Um, So as always, I want to appreciate you for taking time out of your Saturday to join (laughs) me and our audience for this amazing conversation. It could have went on way deeper than Honestly, it Honestly, it could have. Like, we got stuff to talk about. I'm sure we might have a part two coming up soon for our millionaires. So I'm excited for that. And as always, to our millionaires that are tapped in, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show week in, week out. Just continue to be the change agents that you're bound to become, especially as you apply some of the principles you heard today from Regina. So if you really resonated with today's episode and today's content, go ahead and follow Regina on all platforms. And when is that course launching again, uh, Regina? So the course will launch in about two weeks mm-hmm. um we actually had to do we had to take a step a step uh, back and kind of do some refining and retuning um but the course is loaded with goodies so mm-hmm. in about two weeks it'll, it'll launch and, and i'm sure that that step back was more so in the purpose of making sure that the value was was there right i didn't want to be i had i worked so hard for this course and mm-hmm. i was just super exhausted on the when i was about to launch and i was like you know what? i want to give everybody my whole self. So I took a step back, allowed myself to rejuvenate, um, really tweak some things that I think are going to be phenomenal. Um, so yeah, it's going to be really great. And it's going to be live. It. It's going to be a five-day live course. So Awesome. Awesome. Even better that it's live. So you got right. some Q&A opportunities in there, I'm sure, too. Absolutely. That's amazing. Well, I'm super thankful to have you on here, Regina. And I'm super excited about you know the direction at that course and the people that it's going to impact as well. Uh, as we you know wrap this up, you know we talked about validation and value. And we are yes. in this age where you know people are using social media and creating courses for the validation. And what I love the most is that the the individuals like yourself who we had on the platform are, you know, creating opportunities for people and providing massive value. So right. that's the biggest thing is value over validation, my friends, purpose over profit. I'm your guy, Kai Speaks. You just heard it from Regina J on a healthy and a relaxed <laughs> mind nurtures a wealthy mind. Just remember to keep focus, build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Thank you.